Okay, uh, so so my topic uh, for this morning is that Jesus proved that He is God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. Um, that's it. Um, there, there's your proof if you want it, um, but... But if, if that's not enough for you, don't believe that. We're going to back up a little bit. Um, I, I cannot definitively prove anything to any of you at all. I um, can't prove anything. Nothing I can say uh, can necessarily convince you of anything. Um, I can present evidence to you, and that's what I'm going to do this morning. Evidence that points in a certain direction, and then your faith um, can take you the rest of the way. Um, evidence that you can build your faith upon or strengthen your faith with. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start out reading a C.S. Lewis quote, uh, because it's C.S. Lewis, and uh, yeah, he knew what he was talking about. I'm trying here to prevent anyone saying the really foolish thing that people often say about him, Jesus. I'm ready to accept Jesus as a great moral teacher, but I don't accept his claim to be God. That is the one thing we must not say. A man who was merely a man and said the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic on a level with the man who says he is a poached egg, or else he would be the devil of hell. You must make your choice. Either this man was and is the son of God, or else a madman, or something worse. You can shut him up for a fool, you can spit at him and kill him as a demon, or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God. But let us not come with any patronizing nonsense about his being a great human teacher. He has not left that open to us. He did not intend to. Uh, so those are your choices this morning. Um, logically. Logically, you can believe that he's a lunatic, he's a liar, or he's Lord. Those are your three options. Let's follow the Lord path. To believe that he's Lord, you got to believe that this is true. Um, and there, there's lots of evidence that this is true. Um, lots of historical evidence that this is true. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull something out that Rusty Tuggan pulled on us uh, during staff training. He's the first, first session teacher. He calls it the four E's. Uh, and, and it's historical accuracies of God's word. The first E is the execution of Jesus. There are numerous historical sources outside of this book right here that acknowledge the existence and the crucifixion of Jesus. So we know for a fact, historically, that Jesus was a man who did walk this earth and he was put to death on a cross. We know that. Secondly, the eyewitnesses. There were numerous eyewitnesses uh, that verified the resurrection and that's seen in the early accounts. Um, Jesus appeared to many. Uh, he appeared uh, to, to the twelve. He appeared to Peter. Um, he appeared to Paul on the road to Damascus. Or not um, on the road to Damascus. Yeah, on the road to Damascus. Uh, and he 
any period to many that it says, uh, many hundreds. The third E is the early accounts. The Gospels were written so close to actual events that there was no time for oral myth or legend to develop. Fourth is the early church. There is no logical way to explain the explosion of the early church without the resurrection of Jesus. Why on earth would Christians die for something, die and be tortured for something that they made up? Or that was a hoax? It wouldn't happen. That just doesn't make sense. They knew it was true. They, they saw it. They saw the risen Lord. And they knew. So there's many resources if you want more, such as the Case for Christ by Lee Strobel, uh, that you can check out that can, that can strengthen your faith, that can help you verify that God's Word is historically accurate. Uh, really, the Gospels and Paul, Paul's letters uh, have been so historically vetted uh, that really they're the most historically accurate documents we have from that time. Uh, so if you want to go based on the world standards and, and the historical accuracy of things, logically, you must believe that this is true. Logically, you must. And if you don't, if you don't believe that, then you cannot logically believe that any historical document we have from that era is true. Because this is the most. This is the most historically vetted. So there, there's some of your historical evidence. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 15. Uh, this is what Scripture says on following the lunatic or liar path. So we're going to follow that for a little bit like Lewis says. Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we testified about God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise if it is true that the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. There's your lunatic or liar path. Um, sound pretty joyful? Sound good? Sound like a life I want to live? No hope? All right, let's do it. Yeah, no, no. But if that's what you want to choose to believe about Jesus, uh, if he didn't raise from the dead, uh, then, then really uh, he wasn't God. Uh, we're still in our sins. And really what we've been doing for the past 2,000 years is completely meaningless. No point to it whatsoever. What I'm doing right here, there's no point. What you're doing here at this camp, meaningless. If Christ is not raised from the dead, that's meaningless. But let's keep going because Paul keeps going. This is the Lord path. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. But each in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, then at his coming those who belong to Christ. 
Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father after destroying every rule and every authority and every power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. So we see there that Jesus the man has made all of us alive. Because he was raised from the dead, through the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam, in a man came death, so also in the man, Christ Jesus, came life. I don't know about you, but I don't know any man uh, who can raise himself from the dead. Uh, we, we know that he's a man because that's what Paul says, and that he raised from the dead. But, but I don't know of any man uh, who can raise himself from the dead. Only God can raise the dead. Uh, So we see there that he's God because he's defeated death. He's defeated death on a cross and by raising from that. Uh, We're going to go now to John 10, 17 and 18. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down. And I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. How many of you know when you're going to die? How many of you know how you're going to die? What about where you're going to die? Jesus did. He says it right there. He has the authority to lay down his life and he does so willingly. And not only that, he has the authority to raise it back up again. No man has authority of controlling when and where and how he dies, let alone raising from the dead again. But Jesus did, and Jesus was a man, and that tells us that he's also God. Acts 2, uh, 23 and 24 says, This Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. God raised him up, loosing the pangs of death, because it was not possible for him to be held by it. Death can't hold him. It can't. He's been raised from the dead. If he hasn't, there's no hope. But guess what? He has. He has been raised. God has raised him from the dead. Death could not hold him. He is God. And that gives me hope. I don't know about you, but it gives me hope. Um... So I'm almost done. Uh, short and sweet. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to John 11 now, 24 through 26. Martha said to him, "I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day." She's talking about Lazarus, who's just died. Jesus said to her, "I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet he shall live." And everyone who who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Jesus asked Martha, we're asking you, do you believe this? The evidence is there. He's either either Lord, lunatic, or liar. There's your options. If you follow the evidence, lunatic and liar don't stand up. He's Lord. Do you believe that? What are the implications of that? The implications are a life of hope. God is so big that he defeated death. And he tells us, even though you die, you shall live again. 
We're all going to die someday unless Jesus comes back. What happens after death? How many of you have thought about that? Maybe that's something you need to think about. I'm going to live again because I have hope. Because I put my faith in a Lord and Savior who is man and who is God. Because death cannot hold him. Because of that, death is not going to hold me either. Do you believe this? We have victory and hope in Jesus. It's true. Your belief is not required for that to be true. But He wants you. He wants you so desperately. And I want hope. I don't want to follow that lunatic and liar path where there's no hope. Who on earth would? I don't think anyone in their right mind would. I want to follow the life of hope. Why wouldn't we want to believe that? Why wouldn't we want to spread that message of hope? 